Welcome to Geeksploration Creators Corner. Uh, I'm Ben Robinson, and I'm flying semi-solo tonight. John couldn't make it, but in his stead is uh, the guy I'll be talking to tonight, Dan from the Movie Cellar, Overlord Dan. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anytime. It's a joy having you on. Well, listen, I you know I've never I don't I don't know if I've ever been I've been on Geeksploration before, right? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you came on and talked about zombie movies. Yes, that was fun. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to be back, man. We had you back because this is like Creator's Corner. So, uh, outside of creating the podcast, uh, you've got uh, something special going on. (laughs) Yeah, man. It's funny because, like, I was thinking about Creator's Corner. You've had these, like, amazing guests on who have made these amazing things. And really, all I've created was a way to just like make a bunch of other people's creations pulled together to then get money out of it. <laughs> I think that's called being a producer. All right. Well, maybe I should be <laughs> producer Dan. <then. laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I think that's what they do. Like movies say this is the producer. Their job is to get a bunch of talented people to do the thing and make the money. Does that make them a creator? I mean, I, I think that, you know, you're still putting effort in to help create something that if you didn't put the effort in, it wouldn't have happened. So I think it counts. All right. Well, I'll take that credit then. I guess I am a creator. I at least am smart enough to know that I am surrounded by really amazing creators who are willing to participate in something worthwhile and just putting myself in that place and knowing how to capitalize on it for the good of uh of somebody else i think is is what's important you know yeah absolutely i mean you know if nothing else you've created thousands of dollars for the jdrf now that's right that's right that's fucking legit i like we created a comic book that's nowhere near as cool as thousands of dollars to cure a disease <laughs> well dude <laughs> i mean the neat. thing is like you're you guys are part of it and and honestly to take a step back um, cause we're talking, we're talking about all this and haven't really explained what it is that, that we've quote unquote created. Uh, we started this JDRF campaign. So, um, we do our VHS for T1D episodes, which was basically just saying, look, we have off weeks on our show. And what if during those off weeks, we filled those with episodes about movies where like people just people make donations to the JDRF, the juvenile diabetes research foundation. And every time that they donate $20 or more, we'll watch whatever movie they want us to watch and we'll review it. The thought there was like, I'm all about the low bar, man. And, and I thought if we can get anyone to do this, that's better than no one, you know? And so set that bar really low at anyone. And we succeeded in that. Um, we got some people to participate. And you guys were actually one of the first crews to participate. And I don't want to make you uncomfortable, but you guys donated a significant amount of money to the point where I was like, oh, shit, we should have this tiered so that 20 bucks, sure, 20 bucks gets you a movie. But what if someone donates 50 bucks or 100 bucks, you know, or eventually we had like a thousand dollars, thousand dollars. Yeah. Which is nuts. I know. Well, you know, we, we did that. We did the thousand dollar tier because like I had read somewhere 
that whenever you do a campaign like this, you should have some tier that's ridiculous because it makes all the other tiers seem more realistic, you know? Yeah, that's legit. Uh, the, the next time we do a Kickstarter, we're going to do that. Like we, we thought about that after the fact because it always surprises me how generous people are. Yeah. A lot of the time people are shitty or like yeah. you only notice when people are shitty, you know, but when it really comes down to it, uh, people are generally willing to support things they believe in and yeah. uh, they'll, they'll, they'll do it with more gusto than you intended. Yeah, or than you expected at least. Exactly. It blew my mind, dude. Like, I mean, you know, like I said, we were hoping to get any, you know, anybody to donate. And then within, you know, a couple months of doing it, we had already raised, you know, nearly $2,000, a lot of $20 donations. But then obviously we had that big, um, the, you know, I got to shout these guys out. The Alita Army, who is basically the online fan group of Alita Battle Angel, they came together and collectively raised a thousand dollars to dump in our campaign to make the Alita Army the god of the show is the tier. And so basically, whenever we do a movie seller episode, we say we're brought to you by gods of the show, the Alita Army. And I put that challenge out to them to do that. Uh, and within, it was like, George and I were recording an episode and by the time we finished recording that episode, they had raised like 1200 bucks. Yeah. They're a force to be reckoned with. Online, yeah, man. They, 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 sure they are. are passionate folks. It's awesome. And that was only one thing they did. Cause they also raised like several thousand dollars to, um, donate to somebody for a bionic arm. That's awesome and on brand. Exactly. And honestly, <laughs> they had already done that beforehand. And so I was a little like, I felt a little bit like, I don't know the proper etiquette when it comes to fundraising. Like, should I not step on the toe? Like, if they already have a thing, you know, should I not step in with this? But they had gotten involved in our movie poll, and I felt like I had enough of a relationship with some of them that I could throw it out there. And if they were like, look, we've already got our thing that we're behind, I would have been like totally understandable. And the thing that you guys are behind is fucking badass, you know? You just got to frame it like, hey, help me raise money for the JDRF to invent a bionic pancreas. And that's what's crazy, right? <laughs> is like yeah. my daughter... Um, she just got a, an insulin pump. And so, oh, and I should probably mention this. This is the thing we were just talking about this before we recorded It's like, it's so weird when you've done a bunch of these, you feel like you've said the same thing over and over and like people are sick of hearing it, but probably the people listening, or maybe the people listening don't know my daughter is a type one diabetic. And that was kind of what motivated us to want to raise money for you know, the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. And anyway, she just got an insulin pump and they were asking her which one she wanted. And there was one that was like super low profile and really sleek and like really unnoticeable. And then there's one that has like a patch that you wear and then like you clip a piece into it and there's hose and there's like uh, there's like a little computer and all this stuff. She's like, she wanted that one. And she, really? And I, yeah. And, and I was like, why, Lily, why did you want that one? I mean, granted, it has a lot more features. It's very cool. 
but I, I was like, she's 11 or yeah, she's 11. She's 12. Sorry. I got a lot of kids. I forget how old they are, <laughs> but, <laughs> but she's 12 and I'm thinking she doesn't care about any of this stuff. You know, she doesn't care about all this amazing, like data storage on the cloud and all this like great real time reporting and analytics. Like she doesn't care about any of that. So why Lil, why did you want this? And she said, cause it makes me look more like a cyborg. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> fair yeah. enough. Fair Can't enough. fault that logic. That's yeah. pretty rad. Yeah. So there you go. She's got that elitist spirit about her. Hell yeah. Well, and, and as I understand it, like she was, she was kind of the one that in other than her having diabetes, like she's the one that started the fundraising for the JDRF, right? Yeah. So, um, she was diagnosed. It was like the spring of 2019 and I don't know how I would have taken it, but I know that I wouldn't have been out within a couple months, like trying to raise a bunch of money for an organization to help find a cure i'd probably be like in my room trying to see how much like how many video games my parents would buy me like (laughs) you can milk it exactly dude (laughs) i would be seeing how much i could get out of this thing you know but nah man she was like she hit the ground running dude it was crazy that summer they got involved with the jdrf and they do what's called a one walk which is like, you know, that's basically a lot of organizations do walks and then you, you know, yeah. you go out and you raise money um, and then you walk. Well, she raised so much money for her walk that she was like VIP status when she went. It was it was wild. Um, she got like a badge with her picture and she got to meet all these people. Um, but she had a lemonade stand. The way that she raised all this money is she she set up a lemonade stand in the front yard and um, my wife posted about it on Facebook and the news crew came down and the news crew interviewed her. And I got to be honest. So they were like, which parent wants to kind of like be in the interview, like the piece. And um, Stephanie was like, I don't want to do it. And I was like, I'll do it. And so like I ran upstairs <laughs> and I threw on my movie seller t-shirt. <laughs> I was like free advertising, man. <laughs> Uh, it was shameless. It was shameless, but I did that. Yeah. So anyway, so they came down, they talked to her and, um, she raised like, like I said, for that walk, she raised like several thousand dollars. Um, Holy shit. Big part of that was that lemonade stand. And then I'm like, man, my kid is showing me up. So I thought, you know, what could I do? And that's kind of when we started coming up with the idea of VHS for T1D. And, and basically the thought was, uh, there's only so many hours in the day. Like, how can we take something we're already doing and use it like for good? And so, you know, we're already doing the podcast, which I don't know for you, but like sometimes that's a hard sell to the wife to be like, all right, I got to go do this really important thing, which is essentially just hanging out with my friends, watching movies and then talking shit about them. Like yeah, <laughs> it, it definitely takes an understanding significant other. It does. Now, like on the other hand, it, you know, keeps me out of her hair for a little bit, but at the same time, it's like, if we got shit going on, like I said, I got a lot of kids, I got six kids. So if the baby's screaming, you know, and Lily's got low blood sugar and this is how, you know, it's hard to be like, all right, I'm going to go down in the basement now. Um, but that was kind of, when we realized like, well, this could be the thing that we use to, um, to help raise money. And so 
that's when the idea for VHS for T1D came about. And I like to say it was like to take a thing we already did and to use it to raise money. And of course, the less, the more cynical side of, of you might think, well, it was just to validate something that we were doing so that I can get away with continuing to do it. Whatever. At least it's for a good cause. I, exactly. I mean, I use the podcast to validate hanging out with John and like watching some movies and playing some games and, <laughs> and yeah. uh, I haven't raised shit for nobody. So, <laughs> I mean, that's not true. Cause here you are helping me at least spread the word about this. And you guys have definitely participated um, significantly in, in everything that we've done. So I oh, would yeah, say but, it's uh, above, it's above, you haven't done shit. You've done some. Yeah, fair enough. I've, I've done the, the minimum. <laughs> I don't, I don't agree with that, but we don't, we won't have that argument. You've, you've done a lot of great stuff for us. So, um, I, I guess, should we talk about, uh, Trash Bash, the thing you are putting together? Yeah, man. So, you know, we've been, we've been busting out these VHS for T1D episodes ever since. Um, yeah, I guess it was like the winter it was like december of 2019 and it was great and like um people were responding my initial concern was like we'll have a week where we don't have anything to put out because nobody will donate well we had the complete opposite <laughs> problem we had this like colossal backlog like i had to actually like put it in a spreadsheet and make sure i was checking off who we had done and when we had done them and like because of the tears making sure people were getting the things that they were supposed to get well it's only 20 bucks to make you watch a movie i mean that's cheap i know but i was thinking like man 20 bucks is a high bar for entry and like you said i didn't expect people to respond the way that they did but it was crazy and then and then I think maybe part of what happened was people realized they could make us watch really really terrible shit um i did that <laughs> <laughs> i mean I don't know. <laughs> so we watched Superman, right? And but I heard that there was a, you were considering making us watch like Superman four, right? Yes, yeah. Instead of the the first Superman the movie, which yeah. <laughs> uh, so you know we we went easy on you with that one because Superman is a good movie. I mean, listen, you, people can listen to the episode; they can decide for themselves what they thought. I will say Superman is is a classic. The original Superman movie is definitely a classic, without without a doubt. Um, Superman's not my guy, but you knew that going in and we watched it and we had a good time with it, but then other people started getting real creative, you know, having us watch stuff like Twilight or Ginger from the Grand Rapidians had us watch <laughs> a Tybo video, <laughs> so, which is awesome. And was, the Love Witch, wasn't the Love Witch another one of hers too? The Love Witch was another one of hers. A weird and ass then, movie. Um, female trouble was also one she did but that was actually that was great um that got me really into like i did like this deep dive into like john waters stuff and um that was a lot of fun but yeah so people got into that and like oh we i love this movie i want you to watch this or like oh this would be hilarious to hear what you guys have to say about that so that was really great but the problem was we ended up with this massive backlog and so after we wrapped up season one of the show, once we hit the letter Z, because we go through the letter, the, you know, we go through the alphabet and do a movie from each letter. Once we hit letter Z, I was like, guys, we've got to like take care of these because people have donated money to, to have us do these. 
So we spent that summer, the summer VHS for T1D, just banging these out. Two a week is what we ended up having to do. Which was that's like, a lot. it was an amazing problem to have. It was great, you know? Yeah. But that's when the wheels started turning in my head of like, how can we like get a lot of money without having to do quite so much work? <laughs> and that's you gotta set when, that, that bar a little higher. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. I, I actually ended up attending an online event for the Dopey podcast. It was called DopeyCon. And um, the year before, he had done it. Um, Dave had done it live. Um, and then, But because of COVID in 2020, he couldn't do it live. And so he did it online with a, like a YouTube premiere. And I thought, this is it, man. This is brilliant. Like We could do the same thing. But make people make it not make people but people donate and then they get a link to the event and then we'll just put this video event together and then you know we can get essentially an infinite amount of donations for this one time thing and that was sort of the birth of it and then it definitely it went through some iterations in my head the first kind of plan was to do i was really it was like when i was really into george romero um we did that george when? romero deep dive like like back when you were into george romero you're over <laughs> that now i guess <laughs> back it, when huh? it came out in the show <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we did like the romero deep dive and we had the dude on who had written the um the day of the dead uh yeah the day of the dead um yeah uh, book um and we yeah we were doing all that stuff and so i thought we could we could screen night of the living dead because it's in the public domain and that would be really fun and then we could like take like commercial breaks and intersperse like little sponsor videos things like that which i think would be fun and honestly i'm not yeah depending on how trash bash goes it's still it's still on the table for the future then i was talking with my buddy he goes by damien and he runs dungeon entertainment and they had actually done a vhs for t1d episode with us where we watched a film that they had made so they make these short shot on video horror films most of them are on youtube some of them are apparently youtube won't post them um (laughs) (laughs) those are the ones i want to see i've seen a few of the ones on youtube and uh they are they they are good for what they're fun for what they are. They are a lot of fun. I love those guys, and they have a ton of fun making those. Those would be good guys to get on the creator corner. They because the the thing is with them is like they love talking about making their movies, and it's like their enthusiasm for it is like infectious. Um, I always have so much fun having them on the show. But you could tell they have fun watching the videos. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's like I used to do that when I was like in high school, you know, but I didn't have any talent or anything. We would just like make these stupid videos when we had sleepovers, you know. Same here. I I just recently found a box with like a whole bunch of old like mini VHS tapes in it from from when I was in high school. Uh, God knows what's on those. I got to find an adapter and figure out what they, what they are. Send them to me, man. I'll, I'll get them digitized for you. 
I got all the equipment. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what's on those things. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, that's the fun there of should it. Be, there could be some incriminating shit on there. I have no idea. <laughs> Listen, have you ever heard of uh, VHS roulette? No. It's when you buy a stack of blank VHS tapes and you put them in your VCR to find out if they're birthday parties or porn. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So anyway, yeah, man, these guys are great. And we were chatting and um, they had just sent me this 45 minute film that they did uh, called the trilogy of trash. And it's these three short, it's these three shorts that they did. Each one's about 15 minutes. Um, and they hadn't released it on YouTube or anything. So I thought, oh shit, like this would be perfect. Cause this would be like the perfect way to break it up. This is the perfect length. And like, this is stuff like everybody's seen night of the living dead and people might still come and it would be fun, but it would be really cool to show people something they've never seen. Yeah. Um, it's like a movie premiere, man. It is. It like legit fucking awesome. is. And like we're gonna have these like cool videos from the dungeon entertainment guys talking about the movies like we're premiering movies with the people who made them so like behind the scenes stuff and like director commentary (laughs) so i'm trying to get them i'm like guys you gotta like so i was my thought was like they do an intro to each one and be like so this is this one and this is kind of like some juicy bits about it and you know if you look for this in it you'll see that whatever and apparently they tried that and they were like it's too formal for us but we have this other fun idea so they're like we're gonna send it over to you don't worry it's gonna be great so i don't know what it is yet but i'm excited to find out that's even more fun (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so i i hit up damien and i said hey man what do you think about us showing the trilogy of trash as part of this event. And he was like, Oh my God, dude. He's like, that would be amazing. And you know, anybody who's heard me talk about this has heard me say it, but it blew my mind how into it. They were, they were not just like, yes, you can use it. They're pitching ideas to me about like, we can send you, we can send you signed DVDs. We can, we can do this for you we can do that for you we can make promo posters for you you know we can reach out to our people and try to get them involved and them to donate and stuff and like it's really really easy for me to care about type 1 diabetes and it's really easy for me to care about this cause because i have a daughter who's a type 1 diabetic and it hits me really personally but like yeah yeah, you got skin in the game these are a bunch of 20 mid like early 20 guys you know i didn't give a shit about that stuff in my early 20s i don't know if i gave a shit about anything in my early 20s exactly dude (laughs) and so the fact that they were like a hundred percent on board and like wanting to know how they could help and wanting to know how they could like take it to that next level and really like not just giving us their their film to use but really partnering with us in it that really blew my mind and that that was awesome it's cool. It's one of those things where asking me is is like the the hardest thing to do. Yeah. But uh, like a lot of times, you're like, hey, you know, maybe we maybe this person will be doing that. Like, oh, I don't want to ask him. I don't want to bug him. I don't want to come off like a dick or this or that. Yeah. Uh, but you know, more often than not, if you ask somebody, like, usually the worst thing that's going to happen is they're going to be like, 
No. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, that's it. Like, they're not going to be like, you piece of shit. Yeah. How, how dare, dare you? you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I've had that issue before too, where it's just like, well, I should ask this person or this. And then like, I chicken out and don't do it. I'm like, man, I should have done that. Yeah. I mean, one thing I will say where it's like, where we're raising money for a cause, I feel much less, like I have much less scruples about it. Like I have no problem with bugging the shit out of people because it's like, they might say no, but like, I don't have to feel like an asshole. It's not for me, you know? So if they don't want to do it, that's fine. But like they're saying no to the jdrf and they're they're the ones who are gonna have to deal with that (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're the ones that are pieces of shit exactly (laughs) (laughs) exactly um but yeah so that was really just the beginning of the whole thing so we started the plan and then it was like i don't even know how you know i just immediately was like we got to come up with tears because people love tears and so we have five bucks to get in to the event, which is a very low bar. You know, five bucks is nothing. That's like a coffee, you know? Um, so yeah, thankfully you don't have to like watch a whole separate movie and do an episode for it. I know exactly. So that's the thing is like, we could get a hundred people to donate five bucks. That's 500 bucks right there, you know, yeah. in one shot. It's perfect. So it's five bucks to get in. And then for 10 bucks, we thought we'll throw them some stickers, you know, um, we'll throw them some movie seller stickers. We got VHS for T1D stickers. We'll throw those in there. And then um, some other podcasters were like, hey, what can we do to help? And I was like, send me some stickers. We'll throw your stickers in, too. So now these that we're calling them swag packs. So if you pay 10 bucks, you get a swag pack and it's got stickers from like 15 different podcasts in it at this point. Um which is pretty fun. And then also like uh, on second watch, I got to shout them out because they donated coasters. Uh, who doesn't love coasters? <laughs> I, mean, I, I almost never use them, but I should. Yeah. Right. Your wife will be very happy. <laughs> yeah. No, we have, our furniture is all shit. Cause we have six kids. So like we don't have anything fancy, but it's nice to have a coaster. I got two and my furniture is all fucked up and I, I've made it very clear. I'm not replacing it until they leave dude like we I, gotta make it last i don't even know I, we just got furniture like a year ago and our dog i don't I don't i don't this is not what this is about anyway i'm just what i'm looking at him laying on the couch right now it's just making me angry so yeah there's stickers there's coasters and then um we had some friends who are artists say can we donate some art and i thought what would be the best way to do that and so we just made, um, we have two different pieces that we've made into like little mini prints, you know, like postcard yeah. size mini prints that will also go in the swag packs. And what's cool about those is that um, we haven't displayed them online anywhere. So the first people who will see those are the people who have donated 10 bucks and when they get them in the mail. So that'll be kind of fun. Yeah, that's awesome. For 20 bucks, you get the same thing, but you also get the DVDs. But those are all sold out because we had to kind of like set a certain number of those so we could get them printed and done up. Yeah. So unfortunately, we have the problem of too many people have donated. And so all the $20 spots are taken. 
I mean, they could still donate 20 bucks. They, they, could. Just, uh, they just won't get anything special for it. <laughs> they might, though. They might. So we'll get there. I, don't, <laughs> I got the, this whole thing. Uh, so 50 bucks was the sponsor level. And so if you donate 50 bucks, then basically we shout you out as a sponsor of the event. And then you get a chance to include like a short video in the event itself. Um, so those range from like, you know, two to five minutes. Some people have gotten really cool, like have gotten really creative and made really neat videos for it. Um, some people, Trev, have not committed quite so much. And they're just sending a video like just them talking, but that's okay. <laughs> we we owe you one as well. And, you uh, do. We got to get that together you here. Do. Yeah. Once John has his face back. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe you can make like a horror movie one, you know, it's like, <laughs> look at the eye. Um, oh man, who made the movie with the razor blade in the eye? I can't remember. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I've said it before. I'm not, I don't like eyeball stuff. Eyeball stuff is no good, man. That's like yeah, the worst part about, out. that's the only part in Clockwork Orange where I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. My eyes, you know, it's tough. Which is saying a lot because that movie's got a lot of questionable content. But <laughs> yeah. um, no, I'm only calling out Trev because he he messaged me earlier. He's like, my video is probably not going to be that creative, but I'm sure it'll be great. And Trev has done a ton for for us for the event, so I'm just busting his balls because I know he'll listen to this and he'll message me. <laughs> but uh, I'm giving him free press, right? Trev Allen at the the Struggling Artist Podcast check him out but yeah so that that filled up to the 50 dollars tier we set that to 10 people and then i actually had people be like i know you're full but would you take one more and so i think we've ended up with 12 sponsors actually no no shit yeah. nice i'm not gonna turn people away you know of course no it's not like it costs you a whole lot it doesn't it doesn't cost me anything that's the Listen, yeah. that was another technique, right? That's you got the technique of having that ridiculous tier um to make the other tiers seem better. And another technique is create a false sense of sparsity, sparity. <laughs> Basically make it seem like, oh, we gotta get in on this because while the getting's good. Yeah, they're running out of spots, man. Exactly. We gotta do it now. But there's no there's <laughs> no there's, there's no time there's no time limit on YouTube. I think there is. I think you can only do a premiere for like 24 hours but i the that's event's pretty not fucking be 24 long. hours long yeah <laughs> i don't think uh, i don't think many people would stick around for all that no i doubt it although we have talked about doing like a uh like a marathon but that'll be a different thing so i guess uh we should probably say at some point what is the event like it's gonna have some videos uh, you're gonna have yeah, the yeah. like, w- like so when is it where is it how do people how do people sign I'm, up for it this is what i'm bad <laughs> at man i'm telling you it's like that's the when i was on trev's show he was like so what time is it i was like that's a great question what do you think would be a good time to do it <laughs> we actually came up with the time during his episode so if you want to hear me actually come up with the time we're going to do it listen to that we're doing it so on May 7th, which is a Friday, we're going to be doing it as a YouTube premiere event. So what that is is like I don't know if you've ever been to one of those, but I've not. You, you get a link and then until the premiere happens, there's like a countdown. And then when the premiere happens, you can watch it quote unquote live. So it it plays through. 
as opposed to like a standard YouTube video that you just click play. Um, you can enter it like as it's being, as it's playing, as it's premiering. Um, oh, okay, but but it's all it's all gonna be like pre-record. Like you're gonna pre-record your segments and stuff. Oh or, yeah, or are you yeah, gonna be yeah. like live Listen, streaming? I'm not. You yeah, I'm not good. I'm shit. not good enough to do it live. So we're gonna do it all ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely fuck it up. You were here when we were trying to set up Audacity. Yeah, it might end up being 24 hours long then. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's gonna be all pre-recorded, but we will be in the chat, so we'll be there hanging out. So if you like want to talk shit about us, you can do that in the chat, and we'll be there to be like, yeah, you're absolutely right. We totally fucked that up. Oh, nice. Well, that's fun. So, I don't so there's gonna be some interactivity to it for sure. Then th- it'll be very interactive. And then the thing is, like, even once it's premiered, you can still watch it. It'll be on YouTube from that point forward or at least until youtube watches it and is like "Ooh, we can't have this on here um (laughs) (laughs) after that though is it going to be public or is it going to be you still have to have the link to get to it uh it will still be private and still require the link i mean maybe at some point once we feel like everybody who paid has seen it or you know maybe in a year when we're promoting the next thing we'll make it public i will say like this is all a very low technology sort of thing. There's going to be a link. It's going to be the link. It, so if you get it, if you get the link and you want to be an asshole, you can share it and then everyone will have it. But, you know, it's for charity. So don't be an asshole. You don't think you'll have a bunch of scalpers trying to, uh, <laughs> sell, I'll sell you sell link the for link for two bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. And if they do, Fuck them, whatever. But yeah, so the event, I'm guessing it will probably be an hour and a half, between an hour and an hour and a half, uh, 45 minutes of actual the trilogy of trash, then with a bunch of stuff interspersed. Um, George and I will have a video in there. Uh, we we actually have we have a music video that somebody sent in to us that they made for us. Awesome. Yeah, we've got um, the sponsor videos will be in there. Um, my kids, my older kids are, uh, I don't want to overcommit them, but they're trying, they're working on a horror movie that they're making. So that'll be in there. Um, awesome. We have a few, like, so we have some videos from people with type one diabetes talking a little bit about that. Uh, we have a video from the JDRF where they, um, kind of share some of the, some of the work that they've done over the last year. To kind of oh, be that's like, cool. like, this is where your money's going. Yeah. Um, that's neat. And actually, in that to that end, I do want to say this really quick. Uh, I recently uh, got a new job, and so my health insurance changed. And when you have a kid with type 1 diabetes, like your health insurance changing is kind of like this big thing that you have to really oh, be yeah. like, you know, cognizant of. Um, and... I reached out and said, you know, I reached out to United Healthcare and I was like, do you guys cover this? Do you cover that? Well, come to find out they didn't cover Lily's pump or Lily's um, glucose monitor until the summer of 2020. So like it's only it's been less than a year. Oh, and wow. they only cover it now because the JDRF launched a massive campaign to go to all the insurance companies and be like, you guys need to cover all these different pumps 
so that people have choices and options that best fit them. Um, and so they're huge advocates. And if it weren't for that JDRF campaign, it's likely that United Healthcare wouldn't cover Lily's pump and we'd have to make some changes. Oh, that's awesome. That, that that's that's meaningful. That's like real, you yeah. know, affecting people's lives kind of changes there. Yeah. And I mean it's in their best interest too, because if people manage their diabetes well, their fucking their long term healthcare costs are way lower. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, because that's the thing with, with type one diabetes is like a lot of the impacts are these like long term really yeah. really expensive fixes. So we're gonna have the JDRF video in there. We're going to have the sponsor videos in there. We're going to have all kinds of fun shit in there. We got, we've got a video from the guy who created Velocipaster. Um, he sent me a oh, video. Oh, that's awesome. So, you know, it's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It should be a blast. You said it's at 8 o'clock? It's Eastern. 8 o'clock Eastern. Yeah, that's when... Shit, I got so, to be home before 5 o'clock? <laughs> listen, talk to Trev, because I said 9 and Trev was like, you should make it eight. I was like, all right. So well, Trev is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll I mean, put I'll it up to it, a poll. But- There's nothing out there yet. So I'm not committed to any particular time. So maybe, maybe I'll put it out to a poll on Twitter and see what people say. Um, Cause we have people all over the world that are going to be watching this people in Australia. One of our sponsors is from Australia. Um, got people in Europe that are going to be watching it. So I don't even know what time it is in Australia when it's I like, I know they're in the future. Yeah, like it's, they are. It's, it's I think it's tomorrow there already. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. But. I know that we recorded with those guys two weeks ago and we recorded at like nine 30 our time on the East coast. And so it was like the middle of the next day. I think they were like on their lunch break. So, you know, I can't account for everybody's time zone, but I'll try to do my best to make it um, so as many people can be for there for the premiere as possible. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I guess I should mention how people can donate. Oh, uh, yeah, that's probably important. <laughs> so <laughs> how do it, people if they want to go to this, where do they go? Um, so I created a um, I did some link forwarding because. Basically, we didn't want to touch any of the money, so we wanted all the donations to go directly to the JDRF. And so we created a JDRF campaign page. And like the way that that works is like it goes directly to the JDRF, but it goes like into our bucket, I guess. And there's a link that they give us, but it's like this completely useless string of characters. So I set up a link forward and all you have to do is go trashbash.themovieseller.com. Easy. I think it's easy, but everyone I tell is like, that's too hard to remember. No one's going to remember that. How is that hard? Like, it's a movie seller <laughs> event. I think everyone's got .com down by now. And right? it's called the Trash Bash. Yeah. Trashbash.themovieseller.com. And if you're listening or if you're like thinking about this in the future and you're like, man, I really wish I could remember how to get there, but I do not remember that URL that he just told me three seconds ago. You can always go to our social media accounts and we have the link in our bio. Like we don't have a website because we don't actually have a website, but you can go to our bio and click on the link to our website and it will take you to our JDRF account. 
You guys don't have a website still? Didn't you get a domain like a year ago? Yeah, so Chris and George bought me a domain and then I set that up with uh I set that up with um some like free hosting site and uh it was <laughs> it does not they do not guarantee uh uptime. And so <laughs> <laughs> not, not a great hosting site. So then. it's like a 50-50 shot that if you go to our <laughs> site that it'll actually work. <laughs> nice. So what I need to do is just take our Buzzsprout account, which is where we host the podcast, and just use and redirect and just it. forward that, yeah, to there. Isn't this like what you do? Yeah, it work? is kind of what I mean, I'm not a web developer, I hate web development. I I did web development for like 5 years and uh it made me want to die, so I don't do that anymore. It's fine. I've got I've got like a half finished master bathroom right now. What's well, mostly it's finished to the point of functionality. Yeah. So like I, you know, a, a, as someone who does you know construction and shit, you know, I don't want to do it when I get home. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> I do this shit for work. It's like of a mechanic with not. broken down cars. I know. Like I do data engineering all day. I don't want to come home and write SQL queries. Who does? But it's so fun. It's, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know, man. Um, it's funny you say that because I grew up in a house that was like half finished. Like we our like our walls were just like mudded sheetrock with no paint on them, and our floors were all plywood. Because <laughs> my dad was like, "Not finished. That's too much work." My most of the floors in my house have been bare concrete for like the last two and a half years. Well, I mean, listen, it works. You can walk on it, right? You could throw yeah. a rug on it if you feel the need. It's super solid. My, my wife hates carpet, so the carpet came out first thing. Well, there you and, go. Uh, and the flooring is like the last thing I'm going to do. I don't want to like repaint over new floors. So, yeah, like, you know, so it's just going to be a while. I mean, you can walk on the floor, right? Like, that's what a floor is for. Beyond that, yeah. who cares? And if I put any nice things in the house, my kids are just going to wreck them. So exactly, exactly. Oh man, listen, talking about floors and wrecking them. Growing up, I told you our our floors were all plywood. So George and I grew up together. We're stepbrothers. So we would like I would man. If my kids did this stuff, it would drive me so insane. But like we would go. <laughs> And uh, we like put oranges on the floor and then we would throw knives at them, <laughs> try to stick them to <laughs> yeah. the pl plywood floor. <laughs> I mean, would you have done the same thing if it was hardwood? Maybe. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't want to say, I don't want to implicate myself, but. Yeah. So, so your dad made a good decision. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. That was his intention. He's like, I'm not finishing these floors. You guys are sticking oranges to them. I know you are. <laughs> So that's that's it. That's the event. I think it's going to be a good time. We'll be there. I know uh, there's a bunch of other awesome podcasts that are going to take part in it. And, uh, yeah. and it's definitely something that uh, everybody should go check out. It's fucking cheap. It's for a good cause. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, dude, I almost forgot. There's one other piece that you guys are a part of. And um, that is the raffle. So. Oh, yeah. Th there is a raffle. Which, um, again, talk. Trev's always making me second guess my ideas. This raffle, it's going to be one big prize, and it is going to be the most fucking epic prize that anyone has ever won in a raffle. All right, 
the thing Trev made me second guess is he's like, you should have made it a bunch of prizes. And I'm like, I don't, that's too complicated. I don't want to do that. That's a lot of work. Exactly. This was supposed to be minimal effort, maximum fundraising. Exactly. <laughs> and so to that end, it's going to be one prize. This actually happened. It was totally organic. I had no intention of doing a raffle. And then, like I said, some podcasters reached out and were like, how can we help? And I was like, can you donate some stickers? And they were like, sure. How about a shirt too? And I was like, okay, I guess. And so they sent me a shirt and I'm like, I don't really know what I'm going to do with a shirt, but we'll figure it out. And um, then I reached out to um, Steve Levine, who is, um, I don't know if you know Steve Levine, but he did. Oh yeah. You do? I mean, not personally, but but you know know who who he is. is. (laughs) Yeah. So he's a he's an epic comic book artist. He's been involved with the Ninja Turtles basically since mm-hmm. the very beginning. He is basically the person responsible for the cartoon version of the Ninja Turtles that we have. Um the version of the Ninja Turtles that my brain uses. Exactly, exactly. Unless <laughs> unless you're like in your 50s and your first experience with the Turtles was the comic book from the 80s, then probably your first experience with the Ninja Turtles was the cartoon in the late 80s, and that is Steve Levine's work. Yeah, that was a huge part of my childhood. Probably most people our age. Yeah, I think so. So Steve um, is from Maine, where I live. And um, I've met him a couple times. He he used to run this really neat little art studio in in Wells, Wells, Maine, um, called Shellback Artwork. And he would do like art classes there and stuff. Um, and he would hang out and just talk turtles with people. And he has all this really, really cool memorabilia there. He has these turtles, awesome. um, these like full-size model turtles that um, Kevin Eastman used to store outside he had a museum in new york a ninja turtles museum that's where they were for a while before that they were used for a broadway or like a a a musical show a ninja turtles touring musical show um so i have pictures with those which is cool this is all all way off point but anyway steve levine really cool guy um and he has this really cool shop and so i've met him a couple times there and um, I reached out to him and I said, hey, would you be willing to participate in this event in some way? And he said, do you, I can send you some prints. And I was like, that's fantastic. Um, and so he sent me two 8x10 prints that he did that he signed with a little like, you know, little Ninja Turtle signature. Now I've got a shirt and I've got these prints and I'm like, all right, I guess the best thing to do is to just raffle these off. And so yeah, then. Fuck yeah. Um, I threw in a, a movie seller shirt. Dave from Dopey gave me a hat to throw in. Um, Trev ended up putting together this amazing mixtape, which is an actual cassette tape. All the music is from artists that have been on his show that have like given him the music to use on the mixtape. That's wicked. And then these two guys that I know are launching this comic book called Space Oddities ever heard of it sounds really cool i heard it's amazing (laughs) (laughs) i've seen the cover it looks beautiful can't wait to get my hands on it but yeah they donated uh a a copy of the book signed i believe hell yeah 
And so all this stuff is going into this raffle prize. And basically the way it works is every 10 bucks you donate gets you a raffle ticket unless you make your donations on Fridays, in which case every $5 you donate gets you a raffle ticket. Yeah. So if you, if you donate 20 bucks on a Friday, you get four entries. Four entries. That's right. Basically, people are only donating on Fridays now. It's no, it's not. That's not the way it is. Like it's what's crazy about this stuff is like you put this out there and people are just too eager, man. They just go after it. It's like I tell I've told people, wait till Friday. Like if you're excited about this prize or that prize, wait till Friday. They're like, no, can't wait doing it now. So I'm not going to begrudge them that. No, (laughs) they could donate now and uh, donate again on Friday. That's right. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, I've made the decision that if someone donates five bucks, I'm going to give them a raffle ticket. I don't care what day of the week it is. You know, (laughs) if all you can donate is five bucks, you're going to get a raffle ticket. Basically, every entry into the event gets you at least a raffle ticket. It's going to be fun. We'll announce the winner during the event. But it is like a big enough prize. And I know that people have donated specifically for the raffle that I will make sure that whoever wins it gets it. Like, whereas in the past I've been like, Hey, I'm going to announce it. And if you don't claim it, I'm going to give it to someone else. I won't do that. So if you win it, I'll reach out to you. You'll know. You probably have everyone's emails anyway. I do. I would have all your emails. I mean, you you (laughs) have to, because if, because you have to send them a link at some point. That's right. That's right. (laughs) There, there needs to be a thing to link to, which I need to get my ass together on that. But, uh, Oh, you got a couple, you got some, you got a few, well, I guess it's like what, two and a half weeks. Yeah, man. Yeah. You better get your ass in gear. It's coming up, man. I know. I know. I've got all the pieces. I just need to put them together. I'm not a video editing guy. So the transitions might be a little rough, but we'll find some fun, you know, crappy free transitions that, you know, like a folding screen or like maybe the, I don't, if it was good enough for George Lucas and star Wars, it's going to be good enough for us. That movie has the worst transitions ever. (laughs) <laughs> yeah 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 like the hard wipes and stuff awful. <laughs> like, what are you doing <laughs> well to, to keep the to keep it on on theme you should just use solely like a you know mid-90s camcorder like the built-in effects that it would had for to go in, in and out <laughs> i was just thinking of going to like <laughs> just going to like snow screen <laughs> yeah there just, you go and then the next thing like you're changing the channel that could be kind of fun yeah, that would be cool. Anyone under 20 watching it won't know what the fuck it is. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is that it, if you've heard one thing from me over and over in this episode, it is I'm going to do this the easiest way I can possibly do it. So because <laughs> that is my that is my whole that is my whole mentality is like, I don't want to make this any more difficult for myself than I need to. But I will say, um just just as a point of reference that um you know we are currently sitting at $4500 donated um and i'm really hoping that we hit 5 i think i think i'm confident we'll pass 5 grand by the time the event happens is that is that for everything or just the trash bash no that's total but i will say awesome. in regard to trash bash Still specifically impressive. That we uh we were under three thousand before we started Trash Bash, so there's been over fifteen hundred dollars donated just since we started Trash Bash. 
Nice. And that's the JDR. That's like your JDRF campaign total. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you've got at least some money that came in before you did the campaign too. Yes. Yes, we did. We got, that's true. It was like over $300 actually before we even started the campaign. Yes. Yeah, so you're even closer to 5,000 than you think. I know, man, we're right there. The great thing is, is that I can sell it both ways, right? Cause once we hit, once the campaign hits like 47, I can say we've hit 5,000. <laughs> and then once the campaign hits 5,000, I can say we've, we've passed 5,000. See? So it's a nice little buffer we've got in there. You said something about you're going to a JDRF gala. Oh, yeah. It's like, that's how hard up they are for <laughs> they're reaching out to me. Do, do they know what they're getting themselves into? <laughs> They've got the video. They've. I'll probably include the video in our video as like a post credit thing. It's terrible. It's like the most like it's scripted. And I try to like be really, really like not myself in it. I try to be very professional. You put pants on and everything. Well, I just made sure the camera was above my waist. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so yeah, what happened there was um, so the JDRF is a huge organization. They have different chapters, and they um, there used to be two chapters in New England. So there was the Northern New England, which was Maine, New Hampshire, and Vermont, and then there was Greater Boston, which was Massachusetts and Rhode Island. Those two chapters combined to form JDRF Greater New England. And so they wanted to have this big gala event to celebrate the union of the two groups. And so they wanted to pick a fundraiser or somebody from each state that's fundraising in an interesting way to sort of spotlight the different you know ways that people are bringing in money. And um, I had been talking with them, trying to get them to give me swag, which they sent me a lot of really cool swag. And so they they had kind of had an idea what we were doing. Plus, I tagged them constantly on social media, which probably annoys the shit out of them because they're like, this is not content we want associated with our name. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they um, they reached out to me and they said, hey, um, would you be willing to represent the state of Maine in our gala? Oh, snap. I mean, even though there's only like 135 people in Maine, that's still impressive. <laughs> Come on, man. Add a few zeros to the back of that. Um, yeah, I think we're I think we're over a million for the state now. I don't know. We don't have a lot of people. You're almost a decent sized city. <laughs> yeah, I think our biggest city is like Portland's our biggest city. I think there's like 85,000 people in it. That, that's lovely. But listen, come here. It's very, very nice. It's nice to not be around a bunch of people. Yeah. Oh, no, it sounds sounds great. I mean, California, there's way too many fucking people. Yeah, dude. And that's <laughs> the thing, like, to go where there's no people, you have to go, like, to the middle of, like, the Midwest where there's nothing. Maine is, like, this beautiful place with amazing coastline and mountains and no people. It's perfect. Uh I can dig it. So now the next people who are going to reach out to me are the tourists, you know, the tourist division of the state of Maine. Yeah, right? You're going to, you're going to be the face of Maine. <laughs> uh, poor Maine. Uh, but yeah, so, so it was funny because they reached out to me about doing the gala and then we did a video chat and um, I was in my office, the, the movie seller and um, behind me is a poster of the evil dead 
you know, the one with the girl with her arms sticking up. Yeah. And uh, and then on the other side of me is a poster from Inglorious Bastards. And they were like, um, <laughs> so can you make a video for us kind of talking about what you do? Um, they were like, maybe focus more on this VHS for T1D thing and less on this. Um, what is it? Trash bash? They're like, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, just we think the other one would just be more clear. I'm like, yeah, no, of course. I totally understand that. And they were like, and maybe you could go somewhere where there's like a little bit less going on in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they're trying so hard not to be like, know. hey, can you can you be a civilized person yeah, for an hour? I know, I know. I was like, no, guys, don't worry. I, I can like put on my big boy pants. But I put a, I put something together for them and they were happy with it. And I was able to like have some posters. I think I have a Ninja Turtles poster in the background. So tried to represent a little bit, but you know, maybe a, like a little more like PG than, um, than we are typically used to on the movie seller. You should have rented like a tuxedo and a top hat. Right. A monocle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I felt like I said gala a lot during, first of all, during this video, it, conference that i had with them i kept going from gala to gala because i was like i don't know i don't know how this works for now which one's the fish fork like i've never been to one of these so i don't know and then i kept being very like derisive with how i said it like gala i don't know if we fit in with your gala <laughs> like, <laughs> honestly i'm surprised they weren't just like fuck this guy i think that what they what they like about what we do is that we're using what we do to raise money. So if they can like if they can get that message out there, it's probably worth the embarrassment of associating with us to get that message out there. Like just whatever you're doing, even if it's something as stupid as making a podcast about VHS <laughs> movies. If you can use that, great. We're not going to judge you. Look what these schlubs did. Yeah, exactly. You can do better than that, right? If these idiots can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> Awesome. That's it, man. That's all I got. Well, I, I mean, I think that's plenty. Excellent. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, every I'll see you at the Trash Bash. Check yeah. it out. Uh, I mean, I won't see you, but uh, I'll type things and maybe you'll read them and I'll yes. read what you type. Yeah, we'll, well they'll see time. you because you're going to have a video in it. Oh, that's true. They will see my, my mug. Yes, your beautiful mustachioed face. Have you thought about setting up like a uh, like like a like a Discord chat where like people could go in and do like a voice chat during it? Listen, okay. Is that too much? Too busy? This is too com This is literally <laughs> the first time I've ever used Discord. <laughs> I had an account. You know why I had an account? Because the Grand Rapidians wanted to use Discord with me at one point. I uh, it's it's good. It it works. It seems to be working very well, but no, I have not thought about that. But if anybody would like to to run with that, I think that's a brilliant idea. And this is where the <laughs> producer in me is coming out, just trying yeah, to get the most go. out of Delegate. everyone around me, and then taking credit <laughs> for it. <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, uh, I I can't like the, I'm just incredibly appreciative of so many amazing people who have who have become a part of this. Obviously, everyone who's donated, that's at the end of the day, it's all about raising that money for that advocacy and for the research that the JDRF does. 
Um, so everybody who's donating their hard earned money, like it's been a tough year for everybody. And so to see people, you know, dipping into their, their pockets to help out is amazing. And to just, we're just a part of it. Like we're just trying to be a conduit for it. That's it. And then all of the amazing creators who have donated their talents and their efforts and their products to, to the event for us. I can't say how thankful I am. And to all the shows like, like you guys and everybody else who has let me come on and just run my yap for an hour and a half um, to promote it. You know, you're giving me your airtime and airtime is not free. I have a podcast. I know that. So I appreciate it. We are happy to help. That's awesome. Everybody go to trashbash.themovieseller.com. See, it's not that hard. Not to that hard to remember. It's fucking super easy. <laughs> Uh, and uh, and give the JDRF some money and then come have a good time with us on May 7th. Yes. At eight o'clock Eastern on YouTube. Yes, you got it. You'll you'll get yeah. the link um, once you when you donate. And once the link is set up, I will be sending it out. Don't share it. Yeah. Don't be a dick. <laughs> or, or if you do make another donation and then share it to somebody. If you yeah. want to donate for somebody else, that's cool. You yeah, that's that. that's cool. Just don't share it publicly. And I say that less because I think anyone's going to do it intentionally. What I'm more worried about is someone's going to be like, oh, my God, this is this cool event. You got to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, worst case scenario is you get a bunch of people in there that uh, didn't know what was going on. And uh, yeah. they learn about the JDRF and uh, realize that they need to donate because they yeah. feel guilty for freeloading. That could happen, too. That's a great, you know, yeah. that could definitely happen. All right, Dan. Well, thanks for coming on. Um and uh yeah we'll have, we'll have you on again next time you do something cool All or right. or on the regular episode we'll have you on sometime listen i love geek topics i would love to come on and talk about any geek topic i told you man we got to do homestar runner sometime yeah absolutely bye everyone later hey this is overlord dan from the movie seller and I am here to tell you about our upcoming event, the Trilogy of Trash Birthday Bash, dropping on May 7th, where we'll be celebrating our two-year podcasting anniversary by showing you guys a triple feature of short, shot-on-video horror films from our friends at Dungeon Entertainment. It'll be a live YouTube broadcast, and we'll be hanging out and chatting with you guys. All you need to do to join in is make a $5 donation to the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. The JDRF's entire goal is finding a cure for type 1 diabetes for people like my daughter Lily and the millions of others living with the disease. Five bucks gets you in, 10 bucks gets you a swag pack with cool stickers and exclusive mini prints, and every donation gets you entered to win our raffle for exclusive mixtape, sign prints, hats, shirts, and more. Check out trashbash.themovieseller.com to learn more. That's trashbash.themovieseller.com.